I am the great wielder of Pokemon, and you, you battle alongside your Pokemon. In the end, I was alone, but not you. You will fight together with your Pokemon to seize whatever dreams you have. That is by Volo from Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is the what last Pokemon game that came out, I believe. But thank you and welcome, and thank you for joining us. Uh, this is Rico and I with the Meta and Nerds. We are going to have our discussion again today, and it's a special discussion just because um, we do have Pokemon... Scarlet and Pokemon Violet dropping this week on this coming Friday. So I wanted to open up with an awesome line from Volo, who I'm a big fan of from the last Pokemon game. I thought it was awesome. Uh, but, and what better way to do it with them, we know than with the last Pokemon that just dropped that we have here. So with that said, thank you for joining us again today. Uh, Rico, how are you doing, man? Doing all right? I'm excited. Uh, got the got the word today from Marcus that uh, he was ready for it. He had a discussion ready to go. I said, really? About what? And he says, uh, Pokemon. And I said, oh, if you know, you know. Uh, but I'm in. I'm in. I'm all about it. I'm all about Pokemon. Uh, you know, good luck you know. trying to shut me up <laughs> about it. But uh, like Marcus said, but we're on the eve of, not on the eve, but Pokemon is upon us the this cusp. Friday. On the cusp, yeah, that's right. On the cusp <laughs> of uh, of Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet Generation Nine, and uh, super excited. You know, if you're, we touched about it. We touched on it on the uh, podcast, uh, the weekly podcast where we have all our news. But uh, you know, everything's out there kind of already. We're so close that people have copies of the game. If you want to know about it, it's out there. If you don't, stay off Twitter, stay off socials. So. I mean, I'm I'm just pumped. I'm pumped. I'm super excited. I've been uh, playing a lot of Sword and Shield on my uh, my Switch. Uh, shiny hunting, actually. Uh, there's a Pokemon called Senesti. If you're not familiar with it, there is a forged form, and there is a like an official, actual like antique form. So I'm actually shiny hunting to see if I can get lucky. I Oof. think it's like I think it's like one in a hundred chance that you oh, get yeah. the. The antique form. So I'm. I haven't found a shiny yet. I found a couple of antiques, but no shiny yet. But I'm just gonna kind of go with it. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Uh, probably gonna mix in some uh, Dynamax Adventures in there too. See what I can get before the new game comes out. Man, that's I'm rough. pumped, dude. I'm pumped. I, I love Pokemon, so I'm all about it, man. Oh, I know. And, and that's why I felt it was appropriate, because if you remember, we did our uh, deep dive discussion. We did one on Pokemon, which I guess you can kind of part two. Um, I, I, I don't want to call it a deep dive. I did want to do this more as, you know, um, it's kind of like a memory or as like a tribute, you know, getting into Pokemon and getting the next Generation 9 this week. Um, so I'm not going to call it a deep dive. We're just going to call it a hardcore Pokemon discussion for this week. Um, now there's a different set of questions. I don't think, and just in case I did, I don't think I repeated any questions from last time, but if I did, um, there's no worries. You can always answer them. You know, listen to them again. Otherwise it's going to be a mix of things. Um, I'm going to be your host. That's what we did last time. You'll answer these questions and we will have it back and forth and talk about it. Like, so we're good. Yeah. All right. So there's a total of 10 questions and we'll go ahead and open it up right up. So Last time we discussed a little bit, we, we discussed lore, and I know Rick was always like, damn, lore. It's not a lore question, but I was just curious. What is the history of Pokemon, you know? And more or less, how was it developed? Uh, what were the ideas behind it? Do you know that off the top of your head, just by any chance? I actually don't. Wow. I, don't, <laughs> I, I, I really don't. I just, something I, I, I've never gone that far back. I know, like, some of the stories that we talked about last time about, like, who was made first, 
uh, a lot. There's always those like discussions and arguments about who's at the actual first Pokemon, whether it's like by number, by like genealogy, by who was created first, by the animators, who was coded into the game first. Uh, but honestly, I don't know. I've never watched anything. If I was to ever learn about this, it would probably be like by way of a YouTube video. And now that you've gotten me here, like you best believe I'm going to go learn about all about how this came about. Uh, the only thing I know is that I know Miyamoto was somehow involved. If he was a producer or if he pushed it or something like that. That's all I know. I know our boy Miyamoto here just always coming in clutch with the greatness, right? Um, but yeah, because I honestly, I asked this question because I didn't know. <laughs> so I was maybe curious if you did. Yeah, I know that uh, I don't remember the name of the guy, but I I know it's uh, it was invented by an illustrator. I don't know his name, but for sure Miyamoto had to have his hand in it in some way, like you say, uh, as with all most great things Nintendo, right? But uh, but yeah, cool. you actually you actually got me here. The uh, I, I did look it up just I'm just not off the top of my head. Is Tajiri Satoshi? Isn't Satoshi the name of Ash in Japanese? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Tajiri. I, that's the name I always remember. I always remember Tajiri because I always remember that it was the name of a famous. There was a wrestler also when I was a kid that was named Tajiri, so that's why I remember that it's Tajiri. So yeah, it's Tajiri, right? So he's the 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 guy who came up with the concept. And um, but Satoshi, right? Um, is that a because Satoshi is also over here at Ketchum, right? Um, so yeah, I guess must be a tribute, it has to be. I didn't know that. So, um, if you didn't, obviously, just like Rico's gonna do tonight, he's gonna go, I'm sure he's gonna go down this deep, deep well on the upcoming, you're gonna watch a two hour documentary on the making of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, that's the only lore question I have. It was just something to kind of start us off. And again, this is also me being curious. So, uh, thank you for that. And obviously, I already learned something new right off the bat just because you know, a, a little research goes a long way. And, um, yeah, well, and, and and you know what, it's uh, I'm not uh, I'm not too proud to say that I don't know something about my favorite game. It's my favorite game. I've played them as long as I can remember. But, you know, there's always something out there to learn or something you don't know. Uh, and I come across all kinds of crazy videos. It's weird that I don't know this because uh, I watch videos all the time about who the actual hardest shiny is to get in the game. What Pokemon has the most iterations? Spinda. If you're not familiar with Spinda and all the crazy designs that it has, like there's always some someone out there that has some kind of content that you have no idea about uh, certain Pokemon, uh, certain lines, or a reoccurring character, some or a reoccurring line in all the games. What Pokemon are in every single game? Uh, you know, it's crazy. It can get crazy with uh, with our games and fandom and content and stuff. So, you know, there's always something to learn. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. the basics, like now. <laughs> hey, off the foundation, you can you can never go wrong with understanding the foundations. Oh yeah, right on. Next question. So, you you played all the generations, right? But you know, the games that never really getting not not that they don't get love, right? But obviously, every people always talk about generations, right? But what is, in your opinion, the best Pokemon spin-off game? Oof. 
and we've talked about it. Like, and I mentioned, I was thinking to myself, like, man, what's a good question? But because I just went down that puzzle league, uh, Pokemon puzzle league rabbit hole, uh, you know, a few months ago, and you know, it was great. You know what I mean? Growing up, I played the trading card game. We talk about Pokemon Stadium, but yeah, I want to know, in your opinion, Pokemon Stadium's mini games are goaded, by the way. But what is your, in your opinion, the best spin-off Pokemon game? Wow, so that's hard. I've actually only played one of the uh, ranger series but i know some people swear by that one i never i i was never into the uh like the strategy stuff but like when i was younger now i am so if i ever got my i've never played conquest but i've always wanted to and oh, I've, always, I've, I've always thought that that one would be one that i would love uh gale of darkness amazing game and some of those other you know they're not mainline games. They're side story games, but some of those other games, uh, Colosseum and stuff like that, also uh, had some some real interesting things with like Shadow Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, I like that you mentioned Conquest, just because oh. Conquest is the one with um, with the Dynasty Warriors, right? Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Dynasty Warriors, and I, I unfortunately, I, last one I played was eight. Did I skipped nine? I always check the reviews first to see if there's anything kind of different. Um, but you know, the fact that you have Sao Sao and, uh, Liu Bei and, and Guan Yu, Lu Bu, and these guys have Pokemon attached to them. <laughs> awesome. Awesome concept. I never got a chance to play Conquest. So I'm glad, I'm glad you, you threw that one out there. Great shout out. Yeah. We have, we have, uh, another one that has kind of just taken the world by storm in Pokemon Go now. That's also worldwide phenomenon. You know, everyone, like just about everyone that's into gaming or anything has tried it at some point or another whether or not they still play it now but when it came out like everybody was on it at least for a while uh we also have the uh the mystery dungeon series which i've also only played one uh not not my cup of tea there's a there's some fun to it but uh i mostly stick to the main line but at the top to me snap snap is also another one that's that's fun uh but to me at the top is the stadium series it had like because you can a lot of people highlight like the the games uh the mini games and the mini game like uh things with each other with, with friends because you can enjoy them with friends mm -hmm. uh it's one of the things if you recall that we and when we've talked about uh things that we hope come back in the past that's one that's at the top of my list all the time. I want Pokemon Stadium. We need a new Pokemon Stadium. Especially nowadays, party games are like, are the thing. You can play them with randos, with your friends. You just can have all kinds of fun interactions and stuff like that. So a stadium game, whether with your friends. And something that I loved about Stadium was uh, going through like the Battle Tower was super fun and very, very challenging, especially with like the rental teams that you could have. Sometimes it was so, you know, it, it, it could be considered so hard that you kind of just had to use whatever Pokemon had cheese moves, like the horn drills, the, I don't think sheer cold was a thing there, but horn drill or guillotine or something like that to kind of try and clear some of the bosses because it got ridiculous. And one of the other features that I love that I always remember is there was a what what you call a transfer pack in the original oh, yeah. Nintendo 64, which you plugged into the back of your controller and you could slide your cartridge of red, blue, uh, I think you could do silver, uh, crystal, uh, yellow, gold 
into the back of your controller, into that uh, transfer pack, and you could actually play your game, your Game Boy, <laughs> game Boy Color game on your TV. Which, which was a TV, huge deal, which, man, yeah. Which was big, like, holy crap. <laughs> I remember to me, I was like, dude, like, someday we're going to be able to play on the TV, and that day's here, right? So, uh, I mean, to me, like, that's going to be the one that's always on top because you can enjoy it on your own with friends, there's challenging content. There's if you just like the mainline games, you could you were able to do that during the day. Uh, so I haven't tried everything, but that would probably have to be at the top to me. That's great, Miles. That's a great response. Um, super random when you mentioned that transfer pack. Do you remember the? Um, and the reason I mention this is because, like you said, you know, there's gonna be a time where you can play Pokemon not on the screen but on the TV. And not only that, didn't it also have like you can actually like fast, not fa- make it faster, so you can kind of get through everything real quick or whatever instead of having yeah. to kind of play it at, at, at normal speed. So I remember that being just revolutionary. There was also I don't remember if we did you ever have a GameCube? No, I actually never had a GameCube. Same thing with the GameCube. They came out with a Game Boy Advance player. You you screw this Game Boy Advance player under it. You put the GameCube in, in this big, it's kind of a bulky square thing that was attached under the GameCube. And you can actually play Game Boy Advance games on your GameCube, on your TV screen, which was, again, amazing, amazing for its time. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. that's, that's awesome. I'm glad you brought that up, man. It's a great answer. Something else that deserves a shout from me is also the uh, the famous black cartridge that was... Uh, the trading card game for the oh. for the Game Boy. Was it the Game Boy Color? I think Game Boy that Color. Game. Yeah. Uh, amazing game. Very cool concept. Uh, of course, nowadays the Pokemon trading card game has become something else completely. It's a monster of uh, you know getting all those cards and decks and stuff like that. So nowadays we have uh, uh, a TCG player. I think on that you can play on your computer. And stuff like that. Uh, I think they did recently come out with something new. I'm not too into the the trading card game stuff, but I think they are in the process of transferring, like from one uh, application over to another. But I think it's kind of going slowly because, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly why, but but that's what I've heard. Mm. Uh, I think it's called TCG Live or something like that. Is is what the new thing is called. So. A uh, special shot to that game because that one was always fun. Oh yeah, I remember it was amazing. That, that was the name of that one Mickey Mouse guy, dude. That always gave you like a bunch of packs. You would always, you know, who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, because you you get the I forgot the way the currency was 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 what worked. But after you won, you get these packs and you get these, well, they're called price packs, right? So you get these price packs, you open them up. And then there was other guy who you can kind of spend points on to get more packs from this guy in the game. He was like in the lobby. You have to come back out, turn left. I remember him being by a table. Um, are you right? I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Pretty yeah, sure. I can't remember what his name was, but I remember everyone was always looking for him because he gave you, I don't know how many packs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, great game. If they ever made a modern, well, that would be hard because just how vast it is, but. All right, so moving on with the next question. Now, this one might be a little fun one, um, whether because I don't know or I don't know if you ever talked about it. So, which team, example, Team Rocket, Team Plasma, is the best or most memorable? Now, this is a two-part question because I have a follow-up here in a bit. Wow. So, uh, this, is, this, this, this is always a hard one because it's hard to go i know it might upset people because of the uh the nostalgia of team rocket but 
for me, uh, not including Rainbow Rocket, which is like a kind of a mix of everything uh, from Gen uh, Gen Seven. I would probably have to go with Team Plasma. I always really like. I mean, not not Team Plasma. I'm sorry, uh, Team Galactic. Ooh, from uh, from Gen Four because the uh, the leader Cyrus to me was just a uh, that guy was just a real maniac, and he he honestly wanted to remake the world. So we're talking about a real like uh, evil. Thing, like a, an evil leader uh I, I always kind of held him like at the top you know this guy was trying to manipulate time and space uh and even garatina you know the the reverse world and all that and it, it was just it I was just a, a, a different a different kind of experience versus like uh, Team Rocket, which, oh, yeah, I'm just going to rule a standard, like, I'm going to rule the world. And I, this guy wanted to kind of reshape the world in his in his way. Um, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, just because that is my follow-up question, right? Um, now, again, it was a two-parter, and you kind of mentioned, you kind of answered one already. But maybe it might be different. Which, out of all these teams, and you didn't mention Team Plasma, because the next question is, which one actually made the most sense, and which one had the most you know, ridiculous goal. Uh, is it safe to say that Team Plasma had this ridiculous goal where this man was trying to reshape the world in his image? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Team Galactic did have a pretty crazy goal there behind Cyrus. They had their, their, uh, you know, they were kind of just following him and he was their guy, their messiah, their whatever. I, I, I always saw it that way. Uh, in terms of who had like the most kind of sensible goal and nonsensible goal uh you know it, it's kind of crazy because you look at like gen 3 and you see uh it's what maxi and archie are those are names the that are that worship they they pretty much just worship kyogre and uh groudon so they're they also just worship this pokemon and whatever like it can do no wrong they're they're all about it um you have something kind of a little a little weaker i would say in team yell that they kind of just want to they're just lifting up marnie and uh, pierce in this latest generation yeah, yeah. probably one of the weaker like teams because they're not really like villains at the end of the day they're kind of just a fan club so yeah groupies <laughs> so, yeah so i guess you could say that those are the weak ones but they also make the most sense because with great gym leaders uh much like celebrities out in the world they have their fan clubs right mm -hmm. uh yeah. to, i don't know if it's to the extent of locking down an entire city and not letting somebody get to uh your your trainer because you don't want them to lose yeah uh, to the protagonist of the, of the story but uh yeah i mean that one to me that makes a lot of sense and it's not uh, kind of out there like some of these other ones Lysander also is another, uh, I guess another one. I, I've never really thought about him kind of next to Cyrus in wanting to kind of shape. The, he he kind of has a, a similar goal that he wants to shape the world and use. Uh, well, I, I think he's the one that usually wants to use a, a Vettel to kind of like destroy the world or whatever and reshape it also. So I, I don't know. I, I would say the one the one that makes the most sense is Yell. The one that doesn't really make sense to me 
would probably have to be mm, Guzma was kind of just a bully with uh and in Gen 5 that was Plasma. Plasma was something else completely too. Cause they kinda over the course of Plasma, like you think N is the leader, but actually there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes with Getsis and the Sages. Oh, what's would... it? What was uh, Gen uh, Gen Seven? Alola. Gen what's Seven was uh, well. Gen well, actually, Guzma is a uh, is is who's like presented as the uh, what do you call it as the like the leader of the team, but it actually ends up being what is her name? Lu Lusanamine or something like that. The... Yeah, Lusamine or Lusamine, Lu I think. Yeah. Lucimine, which is she has like the the Ether Foundation, right? It's Team yeah. Skull. Team Skull okay. is a is a Team Skull is is the original team, but then as you go, you you meet Lucimine and you realize that she's actually you know what? That's the one that does that probably doesn't make the most sense. I would say the Ether Foundation because like what are you trying to do bringing like these quote unquote like aliens into our world? Like what business do you have messing around with that at all? So I would say uh, most sense Team Yell because they're just a bunch of fanboys and uh, the Aether Foundation for like, dude, what are you doing with aliens? Like, I mean, yeah, the they're, they're, they're Pokemon at the end of the day, but like, what are you, what do you think was going to happen? <laughs> I, I mentioned it because I was like, man, I remember playing that one and I'm thinking like, man, these guys are, these guys are nuts. Like what the hell is going, even going on here? <laughs> yeah. She, I, I, in, uh, I think in the sequel series, is it in, only in the sequel series or maybe it's, in the original two, where she actually merges with the with that's the Night Negro at some point. That's when she gets that dark black hair, right? Yeah, that didn't happen in Ultra Sun and Moon, because I don't remember. I, I never played the OG series. Just Ultra Sun, Ultra, just Ultra Sun. Yeah, they do some crazy stuff. All right. Well, the next one is a small set of questions, um, and they're not rapid fire, but. I want you to be consensus, concise as possible because there's five of these, and we're titling the question "Shiny Adventures." That's where that's where the title is. So you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. What is the purpose of a shiny? The purpose of a shiny. Like, why did they just? Why did they make them? What's the whole point of shinies? What is the point of shinies? Oh, uh, that is actually a really good question. I think uh, there was no shinies in Gen One. They introduced them in Gen 2. There was like some lore to it that Team Rocket was using like this uh this communication device or something. They were using radio waves to force I think Pokemon to evolve and I think it not just they were using I think they were trying to make Magikarps evolve and at the Lake of Rage is like where you see your first the Red like, Gyarados. The Red Gyarados, yeah, the famous I have no Red idea. Gyarados. Yeah, so in terms of like lore, I think that is where we come across like the first official. I'm not, I don't remember. I would imagine it's probably possible for you to encounter a shiny before you get to that red Gyarados because it was a little bit later in the game in gold and silver. But as far as I know, like that's where it started in the lore of the games. I don't know if in the in the anime maybe it was a little bit different. But in terms of like the creators, I'm I'm not sure why they did it. 
but uh you know it's just uh for those of you who don't are familiar with pokemon it's just kind of like an off color version uh sometimes they're very different for example where we're talking about gyarados he's blue in his normal sprite if you find the shiny one he's red but then there's also some like pikachu where like it's kind of just like a different color palette of like a, a different hue of yellow not there's some that are very different and some that are not very different so with the creators i'm not sure in the lore it was kind of to me it was always remembered as like a forced evolution or like differentiator of some kind that was brought about by the radio waves uh where they use goldenrod i don't know if you remember some of the story you have to go back to goldenrod and kind of free up the radio tower uh i had no idea so i remember <laughs> that and uh you go down and I, I don't you go to the lake of rage and you interact with lance there uh a c- character that you're familiar with you he ends up being like one of the later battles here too you interact with him and his dragon knight and you kind of shut down their hideout you go and shut down the radio tower come back to the hideout you knock out like some voltorbs or something like that that are powering some of the frequency things that you're doing and then you can go ahead and go catch your gyarados huh or defeat that's awesome that uh, is awesome but like in in practical reasons for practical purposes there's no real reason for shinies other than like it's different and they're rare so it's uh it's kind of like a i wouldn't say elitist but it's a you know like do you like yeah. this pokemon enough or do you like the different color scheme better uh it, it's like a part it's it's a club kind of thing like do you have uh your favorite pokemon in shiny version uh so to some people you love shinies other people they're not they're not that big a deal like it's more about stats or or just who you love like some people don't care about stats either uh but yeah like you know it's uh i actually wasn't too into shinies for the longest time very few like only if i like the color palette better i would i would uh i would uh hunt for them or breed for them uh if you're not familiar like you can breed for shinies with something called the masuda method where you get a Pokemon from another region. And it just has to be two Pokemon from different regions, whether it's like a North American uh, Pikachu with the Japanese Pikachu, you have a better chance to get a shiny. Uh, There's also different things. Uh, There's methods that you can hunt uh, shinies. I won't get into them because they're extensive to talk about and uh, describe. But there's also, if you complete a Pokedex, I think in just about every game, uh, at least the modern ones, you can get something called the shiny charm, which increases your chances. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really just a collection thing. And it, the rarity is just what, what it's all about nowadays. That's what's enticing, right? Every, yeah, it's like cards, right? People want the altar, people want the rare cards, so, so, you know, I, things like that. I, I've, always, I've always wondered why they don't expand more on the shiny thing, because uh, it's such a big phenomenon. Like, so many people are all about it nowadays. And it feels like it's a lot. They've made it a little bit easier uh, over the years, especially with Pokemon Go. You can get shinies like every couple days, probably, if you play enough. Uh, There's also community days all the time in Pokemon Go where you pretty much are going to catch like 200 Pikachu in a day or 200 whatever Pokemon, depending on on what the event is, who the event is about. I actually they just had a Teddy Ursa event like two days ago. I got two shiny Teddy Ursas. so if, if you can you can get Chinese if, if you're if you're about that. It, it's a lot easier nowadays. I've always wondered why they don't go with 
a little bit more of an extension of shinies. Uh, and what I'm talking about is make more color palettes. Like, Ooh. imagine having, imagine being able to catch a purple Pikachu or a purple Amphros. I know the shiny is a little bit like that already, but like you, your favorite color is purple. You love yeah. Amphros or you love uh, Slow King. Imagine getting yourself, being able to get yourself a purple one. That'd be cool. Yeah. Imagine being able to have like a, uh, you know, any any combination, not any color, because that kind of gets extreme. But, you know, the basic colors. Uh, I just always have wondered, like, why, when, when, if at all, it will we ever get something like that? You know, like a, a silver Squirtle, a gold Charizard. We already have a black Charizard, so we don't need that one. Yeah. I know black, black is a real famous one. But like, uh, you know, just I've always thought that that would be intriguing. It would be hard to do because of all the uh, coding of the different colors and palettes and stuff like that. But uh, I've always thought that it could also be something customizable, like painting, like outfits or painting or something like that. But then it's not really that rare. You know what I mean? It kind of maybe an outfit or paintings could work because... It doesn't, you still have the rarity of the base color palette. So I've always thought that they, there was something there that they could go a little bit further in customizing your Pokemon, how you want it. Other, other, either an expanse of the shiny or something else to like add to it. I've always thought that I've always had that idea in my head. That's a great idea. Just because, you know, I like shinies, first of all. Um, and I actually enjoy finding my favorite Pokemon and their shiny version. Um, but that's one other monster. Let me go. This will be rapid fire. There's still like three questions <laughs> left. <laughs> All right. Uh, now these next ones are rapid fire. Who's your favorite shiny? Ooh, my favorite shiny. Just one. Uh, <laughs> that's that. That's tough. But if if right off the bat, I go with Greninja. Ooh, the black one, right? The black Greninja? Yeah, from, from blue to black. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. Uh, what was your first shiny capture? Do you remember? Oh, so I'm not going to... Outside of Gyarados. Not Gyarados doesn't count because that's... Yeah, kinda, yeah. Like, you're you're going to find him no matter what. Go down memory lane a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to go back and think. Or, or if you remember your first capture, your most memorable shiny capture. Whichever one you want to answer. Yeah. Hmm. I've had I've had a couple here lately, but I feels it feels wrong to say things more modern because like I was actually like hunting them. Yeah. Uh I had <laughs> one actually I had one actually uh in Legends Arceus uh Arceus where I was not I was trying to complete my page for uh the Gummies. Oh, yeah, I remember. I was jealous. Uh, and I, <laughs> I, I, if you don't know, like, there's curated spots where you find some of uh, what are called alpha Pokemon, which are like large, dominant versions, stronger versions of uh, Pokemon uh, around the map. And in the middle of where you encounter all the Gumis, there is a uh, a Gudra, and it was uh it's a Hisuian Gudra, so it's uh, Dragon Steel, uh, a little bit different in terms of uh, what it looks like. Not too different, but a little bit different. And I remember I was about to KO it. And I was like, wait, it looks a little different. Like, 
something's off about this because I was kind of just knocking out Gumi's, kind of just doing it like secondhand, like watching something or doing something else, reading or, or, or something like that. So I wasn't paying enough attention. But right before I hit the button to hit a move, I said, wait. And when I looked at it, I said, oh, my goodness, I think it's shiny. And I pulled up the page next to me because it looks a little different, not very different, a little different. It's one of those that the palette's just a little bit different. Uh, so, yeah, it ended up being shiny and I was super excited. I'm a big Gujar fan. So I right away text Marcus, showed him a picture, uh, felt real proud of myself. Even though I was kind of like, holy shit, I almost knocked this guy out. Uh, you got a good, yeah, because I remember, and the reason I bring it up is because uh, I'd have been getting shinies left and right. And Rico's like, man, what the hell? I ain't getting shit. <laughs> and I was already like on my fourth shiny, but it wasn't even anything big. I think my first shiny was a Zubat. And I was like, oh, I guess it's a green Zubat. Woohoo. I forgot, I, I totally forgot what the other ones were. And Rico's like, man, I'm, I'm not catching any shinies. Then Rico catches the shiny. And I was super jealous because my shinies were whack. And his was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I had I had some bad luck for a while there, but then I remember I caught that one, and it was an alpha too, like not just a shiny. Yeah, yeah, it was a shiny alpha. And then I ended up also catching a. Uh, I ended up also catching a, uh, shiny alpha infernape. Oh, that's awesome, dude! That's awesome. All right, so next question, which is the last one of the shiny mm -hmm. adventures, which was your biggest shiny letdown like as in you wanted it you missed it or you saw it you missed it you, something happened what was what was the biggest shiny letdown that you missed that just gutted you uh let's see biggest shiny letdown I I don't know, told me a recent one. I, that's the one I was thinking of when I made this question, uh, was your recent yeah. letdown. So I was I, wondering I, if there was one that I, tops I, that. I, I, I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm curious as to whether this is coming off of something that just happened to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I, uh, I've been pop because of Pokemon coming soon, I've been popping in and out of, uh, of Sword and Shield, just going in, doing Dynamax Adventure, Shiny Hunting, whatever. One day I just got in and... I wanted to try out some of the new uh, event Pokemon that they released. Uh, I wanted to try out my Eternatus, my Volcanion, and Marshadow, and and uh, those Pokemon. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna use them in raid battles. Uh, I started to do some raid battles, and I just randomly joined a Volcarona, which is one Pokemon that I've always liked. Uh, Marcus knows it's it's a great shiny man. <laughs> and I was like, dude. <laughs> It's uh, it's shiny, and then I immediately took a picture and sent it to Marcus because we were I don't know what we were texting about at the time, but we we're texting, and then like it hit me like, dude, this is not Dynamax Adventures. Like Dynamax Adventures is a hundred percent catch rate, but this shit isn't like those wild raids. Like you don't know if you're gonna catch this Pokemon or not. So did I mention it? Like watch me not catch it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you did, you did, you did, you told me, yeah. And then I get like the shake of the Pokemon. I'm like, oh, okay. And then boom, it breaks. He runs away. And I completely went into denial and told Marcus, it's okay. Like I didn't really want him anyway. <laughs> and he, he just says, he just freaking goes straight from my heart and says, wait, I thought you said you always liked Volcarona. And I'm just over here like crying, like <laughs> throwing on the floor. <laughs> 
for some reason, I, I know Rico, like, and we've too talked to like, uh, Rico likes, he would have, he'd be a bug trainer, right? Rico likes bugs. And Volcarona's always there in that list. And I know Rico likes Volcarona a lot. So I mentioned, and I looked up Volcarona Shiny, and I was like, what kind of shiny was it? It was a yellow, all yellow. I said, damn, it's amazing shiny. And Rico missed it. <laughs> Yeah. So yes, this question was directed towards that particular instance, but I was curious if there was an instance as bad as that because this was a Volcarona. That was that's epic. That's an epic failure, dude. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, but uh, there was actually there's actually a funny story, uh, and it's not just me. It's happened to a lot of people actually, uh, where you go and you. I wasn't hunting for it, but back in X and Y, there was a there was a way of training your EVs called uh it, it was you could shiny hunt, but you could also train your EVs this way, which is why I was doing it. Uh called uh it wasn't multi-battles, but uh, like swarms, like swarm battles where you could run into like five five of the same Pokemon. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. So one time I was in a cave, like training my defense for one of my tanks that I was one of my walls that I was training up for, for comp battling or for, for, uh, whatever end game. I, I forget what the end game was in that one, but uh, battle tower of some kind, I think. Uh, and I'm training against like gravelers, geodudes. Well, I come across like a shiny geodude. It's five geodudes, but it's, there's one shiny one and i'm like oh crap like i wasn't even looking for this guy the ones that are the surprise are the ones that are like the best unless like you're on some crazy chain where you're trying to where you've been grinding for a shiny pokemon and uh well um i was like you know what i'm gonna catch this guy like this complete surprise awesome super memorable so you cannot catch them at, uh, unless it's just one of them. So you have to knock them out one by one. So I go to hit the first one. It's, uh, I remember that Geodude has a, a move, I mean, an ability called Sturdy, right? Mm -hmm. So I hit him, but he only, the Pokemon I was using, I, I couldn't use like a multi-attack thing or I couldn't use like a group attack thing. Uh because I was afraid to knock out the, like I couldn't use Surf because I didn't want to knock out the Shiny, right? Because you don't know if he has Sturdy or not until you hit him. So I hit the first one, he has Sturdy. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to be easy. Well, that's what I thought because all the other Geodudes, including the one I had to one HP, decide to all use Self-Destruct. <laughs> <laughs> And they, say, they say, nah, bro, not today. <laughs> you, ain't getting, you ain't getting this golden rock. I was so sad. I wasn't looking for him. I didn't have expectations that I was going to get a shiny that day. I got surprised. My expectations were like just shot up. I was super excited. Oh, I got the shiny. And then my dreams were just crushed. <laughs> And I, that, I'm, not, I'm not the only person like I, I've seen posts like that, like all over, like since that time of the of those kind of battles or whatever. Uh, so, man, it was heartbreaking. I know that pain. And if, if you have been through that, like I'm with you, man, like that sucked. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. I had no idea. <laughs> all right. Next question. So now this one revolves around urban myths and because one of my favorite and this is actually one of my favorite just myths or you know uh theories not urban myths of all time um 
because I do like going down that rabbit hole sometimes, is um, and while you think of yours, because I want to know your favorite. That's the question. But um, Lavender Town and the Lavender Town music that uh, when it come out, you know, way back when, uh, they had to change the symphony of that particular song because it was causing people or children was it was a suicide to kill themselves or go crazy one or the other but that they called it you know the lavender 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 town song was again making people go crazy and some commit suicide so that's actually one of my favorite urban myths when it comes to pokemon do you know any other myths or anyone that that you actually enjoy or you know reading up on and stuff like that i know i I, i've heard of that one and man, that song is creepy. Ding, like, ding, 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 yeah, ding, and then ding, the whole vibe, even though like even though even though like there was not really much to that town when we saw it back in the day, it was just like what like three, four buildings, yeah, and, like, yeah, a, and a tower. There was just like a eeriness oh, about, dude. about that town, like the little shading that it had, it kind of had like a little purple purplish. Oh yeah, the song shading dude. And, and then with the song and then the story about the little tower and how how they uh how they uh worship like dead Pokemon there and stuff like that. Uh you know, there is a story there to be that that's told <laughs> about uh the Marowak that that you later discover is the ghost that's kinda haunting there was actually killed by Team Rocket. There's there's that little like part of the lore there, I guess you would say it's never confirmed, but that's like a myth. Uh what is there there's another I don't remember, but there's another story to that about the about that uh that place. Well, there was the um there was the cube, wasn't the Cubone? The cube go, Cubone goes looking for Marowak. And then there's the uh, the Gary, because you find Gary in there, right? And he's looking over. If you look at, if you read the grave, it's supposed to be Eradicate. And for the last time yeah. Gary used to Eradicate was in the beginning. So you're like, did I kill Eradicate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that. Uh, there's also, what what other stories? There's also the, uh, I can never, I always, uh, Kangaskhan and how um, Cubones are made from uh, the babies of, of Kangaskhan's mother passed away before they're grown, so that's why they wear they wear the skull of the of their mother. That, that was another you know myth that's out there and stuff like that. Yeah, that's one. Then there's always there's the you know the former champs at the at the truck. Oh, I know that everybody knows that one. Former <laughs> champs, you gotta live, you gotta get the former champs, get a mew to get the mew. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, what are their what are their little myths or stuff like that is about um, Pokemon? Hmm. I mean, I know these were more so for like the the red and blue, and those were like again we didn't have internet at this time, and it's crazy because a lot of the stuff was by ear, you know. And if we had internet, it was a dialogue. It took a while, right? But for all these stories to like you know just traverse and and get around, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. I know. I know one of the big ones, like. I don't know if, if it would be considered a myth, I guess kind of, but a lot of people always talk about some of the little stories uh, that are included, like in Pokemon's descriptions. One that always gets talked about is Drif- Drifloon or Drifblim. I yeah. think it's Drifloon. I think it's the little one about how he kidnapped, like he kidnaps children. <laughs> and 
it was high. I, I I don't remember what game or where like this came out, but there was always that story about him kidnapping children. And in this latest, in our latest game, Legends Arceus, there's actually a kid that is. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember the mission, but there's a kid that's going to the beach, like in the starting area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And and, and you stop him from like playing with a driftlim. So it's like. Uh, I have no idea. I have no yeah, idea. So it's like, uh, <laughs> are they are they going there? Like, was was some weird shit about to happen? Like, I oh, that's know, great, man. dude. I have yeah. no idea. And I know yeah. the Pokedex entries are always real crazy. Uh, wasn't there one that uh, I forgot who it was that the reason the Pokemon either went extinct or became endangered because people were eating them? I forgot which Pokemon that was, uh, but it's just awesome, crazy uh, Pokedex entries. I don't know if people read them, but I had no idea about that drifting. That's that's insane. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. Like, there's a lot of stuff that people talk about, like that. Uh, there's also the. Uh... With with the eating thing, I know in Pokemon uh, in Gen Two Gold Silver, like it's highlighted by Team Rocket, like are selling like Pokemon tails. That's why you stop them in one of the wells. I think it's in Azalea Town where you fight Bugsy. Mm -hmm. I, they're in a, they're in a little well where they're where you actually. I think Kurt is the one who helps you out. The guy that makes like the the Pokeballs for you. Uh, they're harvesting like they're they're kidnapping Slowpokes because they're selling the tails because people like to eat them. <laughs> that's uh, crazy man so yeah like the the whole eating thing is there there's also always been a discussion about what exactly is it like inside a pokeball huh i've never actually seen i mean it makes sense it makes sense the question makes sense i just i've never actually thought about it myself yeah i mean it's something interesting to think about because like these pokemon are in there that is actual data. There's also there, there there's also whether or not some Pokemon are actually aliens. I remember there was this theory like a long time ago that uh, Clefairy were from were actually from the moon, like they're aliens. I, I, I remember that one. They're supposed to be aliens, and that's why like that's why they evolved like with the Moonstone. Uh, I, I remember that one. I've always I've always been adamant. Like I know people have their. Let me ask you this. Let's see if, if you also have some kind of mania or something that you do. Do you, when you are trying to catch a Pokemon, do you do anything in terms of like, uh, do you hold buttons or mash, mash. buttons? When I, when, I, when I catch, I do mash. I do like for whatever reason. Mash <laughs> so like, A. It, I, I don't think that, that does anything. But for some reason to us, like, I, we don't know. Like, I don't think it's ever been confirmed that it does anything at all. But. Like I always hold uh, A. I don't mash, but I hold A. Like when I really want to catch a Pokemon, I throw the I throw the Pokeball and I hold the button. <laughs> I don't know why. Your little, your, your little routine, your little your little uh, what's it called? Not routine. Your little uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, superstition or superstition? There you go. Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. Superstition. Yeah, no, I mash that, and I don't know if I mash it just because I'm catching it. Or I'm mashing it because I'm really, I really want to get rid of the text that's gonna come under. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> All right. So we're on question six. A uh, little bit more halfway there already. Uh, these aren't as extensive, I don't think. But uh, you know, oh, this is. I just remember something in Sword and Shield. There is an NPC. In I I for, what what's the name of the big city in the middle? It's it's uh, not Lumios, right? I don't remember. Let me see. 
there is a there is an NPC that asks you to help them deliver like a piece of mail to somebody, mm-hmm. and it's a kid or or it's somebody young, like, and you you are like, oh, okay, like I'll find somebody along the way. Like I'm gonna interact with all the NPCs my first playthrough. Uh, they'll give you items, whatever, uh, TMs, uh, what have you. Or some of them even ask you for trades or gift you Pokemon, right? In the in the uh, the city where it's like uh, like luminous, like the the mushrooms and like pretty colors and all that, where you uh, yeah, yeah. battle battle against a bee, bee or what, what's the name of the ah uh, the old woman? Yeah. Uh. Oh man, have her card. It's not coming Opal, to me. Opal. Opal. Yeah. Opal, where Opal's a gym leader. You run into a guy, and he's an old man. And I think I don't remember if he's like in shock or not. Like, like where'd you get this? Like, this is from one of my childhood friends. And you go back and like, I don't remember. It's some kind of ghost item that she leaves behind. I don't remember if it's a TM or like the cleanse tag or one of those like ghost things so there's always that question like what the hell was that mm. like did i just deliver like a dead a dead person's letter <laughs> i know honestly i don't think i made that connection man when i when i did it yeah let me see and that's there there's little things like that like in the over the course of the games like where you uh you interact and like I, I usually try to remember that and that's why like when I play Pokemon games like I usually buy both like you know this but not everybody everybody has their own ways that they play my first playthrough I always take it really slow to kind of absorb everything and try and learn everything you like tr- I, I also try to use only new Pokemon on my first playthrough but I, I try to pay attention to like a lot of these little tiny things like that mm-hmm. uh, just so like they, they don't escape me but uh, yeah, that that That's was awesome. a crazy one. But uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, move into your next uh, thing. I just remembered that that girl, so I had to bring it up. All right. So next question. All right. Which Pokemon can you not stand? Oh. Oh. Like period. There ain't no mine. Bronzor, Bronzor, really? Yeah. How come? Bronzor in uh, in Gen 4, when it was introduced, there was this certain patch of grass where I used to... I, I don't remember why I would be in that patch of grass, what I was hunting there or what. Um, I've always been the kind of person that prefers... Not until recently, like, I'm okay with running away, but I was one of those people that always like to, like, knock out, knock out, knock out. When you go against Bronzong, I, and I, you know what it is? It wasn't just the wild appearances, but I think it was also the team. Uh, was it team? Was it team Galactic? Or maybe it was in Gen 5. I don't remember what team it was, but a lot of their grunts had bronzo- Bronzors. And he had this combination of using... Uh, what was it? He would put you to sleep, and he would confuse you. <laughs> So it was just one of the most annoying uh, 
Pokemon like to have to go up against repeatedly, like repeatedly you were fighting against this Pokemon. It's just an annoying combination. Like more just because of that, like uh, other, other Pokemon for other reasons, just because like, you know, I'm jealous that they get the spotlight all the time, like Charizard or uh, some Pokemon that, you know, I, I'm not that big a fan of designs or, or whatever. Like you just see them too much. Uh, but Bronzor, for some reason, just will always be super annoying. I love Bronzong, but Bronzor, <laughs> ugh, ugh. <laughs> I can't stand him, bro. <laughs> yes, which I called it because in my case, it'd be like, Greedent, can't stand that. And which in Gen 8, because again, it'd been a while since I got back. And then I wasn't really as, as kind of like, I played the games, but really honed in and enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed Gen 8 just because it's kind of the one I brought him back. I always give it that. And when Greedent comes out of that stupid ass tree and my team, for whatever reason, <laughs> I was half dead. And this Greedent kills me. I faint. What 32 year old man is playing a Pokemon game and faints by a random encounter? This guy right here and this Greedent pissed me off. And that's because I, I was just training Pokemon. I had weak Pokemon, all kinds of whatever. And so, no. I, I put in my my I put in my whole team. This was in the DLC. I made sure I had all my level 100 Pokemon, level 80, 90, and I went and beat the shit out of this thing. <laughs> I remember. I remember I laughed so hard because I remember I I I interacted like with that tree and was like, what is this? And luckily for me, like I was shiny hunting, but I was shiny hunting uh strong Pokemon. So I had a, my strong team on me. I had a strong uh setup on me. And when I came across that Pokemon, I'm like, dude, Marcus hates this Pokemon. And he tells me, hey, just, just say, go look at the tree, go, man. Just go, just go. It's a surprise. And he's like, what is it? Like, is it a Pokemon or what? I was like, dude, it's a surprise. And little did I know, like, the best part was going to be the po- that he didn't really have his, like, his go-to team on him. So when he texts me back, like, you son of a bitch, like, he 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 beat me. I lost it. Like, not only is it the Pokemon Marcus hates, but I died. I but died. He, your ass. he 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 messed me up. I remember it was one of those moves where I, I he just messed me up, man. I just couldn't. I said, "Oh my god!" And I did have one of my Cinderaces, but he my and I did have because I have three, by the way. My Cinderace was at below health for whatever reason. All these levels were weak, and I only had one of the strong Pokemon. The one strong Pokemon that I had, he killed his ass. He killed him. <laughs> I think it was, Greedon is a tank. Yeah, like, I think it was yeah. my Raichu. I think it was my Raichu, my other like level seventy. I don't even remember. It was. I was devastated. I said, "Oh my god, pissed, pissed." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, question seven. We're already kind of running out here. Um, and obviously, this is for the foreseeable future. I know Scarlet, uh, Scarlet and Violet. We are getting uh, the terrorize or ter- terrestrialize. Um, any any gimmick that you might have thought of, right? Any gimmick that you might want to see in the future iterations? Ooh, I think it's just a matter of time to get fusions. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, fusions. I was going to say people have always talked about fusions, but that is a lot. Like, That's a chinga. Yeah, that would be a big crazy. Would you, would you like to see it? Like, sure. Like we've had it in some capacity. Uh, just very, very few Pokemon, right? With the uh, whether it's the uh, or the Reshiram and Zekrom forms of uh, Kirim. We've had the uh, the the Necrozma forms from Gen uh, Seven. But like being able to do 
all these Pokemon, like so many combinations. We're like, we're, uh, the count is like what near a thousand now, if not past a thousand, like with this a game. Thousand seven. It was it was quite a big number. Yeah, a thousand something. Yeah. So uh, I really, I I I can't see that like becoming a thing if unless like I could see it rolling out like as an exclusive thing, right? For mm-hmm. like a select number of Pokemon to do it, but then. Like then you have the problem where like your if your Pokemon gets left out like how are you gonna feel about it right yeah uh, so I would like to see that some kind because like you you see people do art about them all the time there's like there's a generators too where they some of them look awesome some of them look like crazy uh, where you can like mix and match Pokemon online uh in terms of something I'd like to see mm, a gimmick. There was a there was a concept of that was floated around before Sword and Shield uh, of armor, some kind of armor gimmick. Ooh, that sounds cool. Uh, a lot of people were worried about what that was going to be, and uh, we've seen armored Pokemon before. Uh, in like we we've had some uh, with. Uh, Mewtwo. I don't remember if you. I don't know if you remember Mewtwo had like armor and stuff like that. Yeah, it wasn't quite armor. It was like for control purposes, like in the anime with him. Uh, and there is actually an armored version of Mewtwo in Pokemon Go that you can catch. That was exclusive for a while. I don't have him, but uh, there's also the like Mewtwo's. I think there's a version also of Mewtwo's clone Pokemon in Pokemon Go too that actually have like boosted stats. Um. What else would be cool? This new uh this new thing could be interesting to the the old forms and the new forms. Uh again, it would be something that would just be crazy to do everything. Yeah, uh, it, it's a, it's an exclusive thing. Megas is something I wish would come back because that was super popular. And uh not everything needs one, I don't think. I think the Pokémon that uh that aren't really viable in terms of like stats, even even with a uh, within the main game like they're pr- generally pretty easy to pass but some of the uh some of the pokemon could could uh be shown some love you know i, w- I was really excited to see like Beedrill get a mega sand sand slash got a mega <clears throat> so that one was good i think i don't know i've never thought about what i would do myself but i, I would have to really put thought into it because when I think of something that I want to like stamp my name on, I have to think about it extensively because I want it to be practical, like something that could actually happen. Yeah. Not just, and I, I, I would never want to leave anybody out. Like I don't want to leave Amphros out. I don't want to yeah. leave slow King out for those coughing people. I don't want to leave coughing out, you know? Uh, Cause theoretically like every Pokemon is somebody's favorite. Like, yeah. Um, any any anything you would think of? No, nah, the only thing I ever came to my mind was just fusion right off the bat. And if if not fusion, obviously kind of, it's kind of more of a stealing a steel type thing. Uh, no, I'm stealing from elsewhere. Would be um, and they do do it sometimes, but it'd be cool to kind of see it more in a um, gimmicky sense. Whether a Pokemon can evolve into a different Pokemon, whether for a short amount of time, you know how like um, uh, what is it the uh, Galad and the um, uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, 
Galera and uh, what's her name, man? Oh my god, Gardevoir and Gardevoir. Gardevoir. Yeah, Galera and, and Gardevoir. You know, you know, you can choose which which route you want to go in. Just if it's if it's not fusion, something like that, where each Pokemon you can, if you choose, so whether di during that match or whatever, you can evolve into something, you know, or evolve kind of whether it's like kind of like Dynamax in a weird way, but um, or or Mega, you know, something like that. Again, this is me just thinking off the top of my head. Just something something that's going to bring in. You know, just different, I guess, overall stats to a singular Pokemon in some capacity. You know, whereas, you know, Dynamax, they get bigger and, you know, obviously the gimmick is just, you know, you, yeah, you go have stats and the other guy is going on if it's a matter of when to use it. You know, similar to that. Uh, that would be mine so far, is what I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, there would also be a crazy, I think there's also some some crazy thing in uh because at the end of the day like you want to be able to use your own pokemon how you want to use it right yeah. so there would be something to like being able to customize your pokemon like to the fullest whether you get to pick your color like something we talked about earlier you get to pick your ability your move set your typing like but then you get into stuff that's like very game breaking you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially because there is like a competitive community out there, like something like that would never happen. But that would be cool. Like imagine like a fire type Pikachu or you know, uh we're we're getting it in some capacity now, right? But yeah, uh, you know, people have always sworn that like how is Charizard not a dragon? I mean, at Gen 6 they kind of went that direction a little bit with one of the mega versions, and now uh we are going to get the terrestrial terrestrial version of of uh a dragon charizard yeah but uh some customization would be cool in terms of everybody being able to learn every move we have that already with uh Samir Gold, but he was immediately banned because people abuse it whether it's like dark void spam and you just put everybody to sleep and i don't know like that's a very good question but it's one that takes like a lot of thought and it's not something I've honestly gone that deep into for myself, but it's something I'm going to think about now. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad this question are, are thought provoking. I want to make it more thought provoking in the sense, you know, just to kind of see, you know, what we haven't thought of or talked about when it came to any, Pokemon. Any ideas in terms of a new gimmick in terms of battling? Battling? You know, well, because we've it used to be like standard one v one. Uh, we they experimented with rotation battles, uh, triple battles. Uh, we have uh, the standard. The, a lot of people still do the singles or doubles. But a lot of people. Uh, that's my favorite double double battles. Yeah. Uh, because of how you can you know have your Pokemon like play off each other and stuff like that. Uh, we had we did have what like a four person battle. Also, was it last gen? Mm -hmm. Last gen, like you could do those battles where it was like four people all against each other, all attacking each other. Uh, well, well, anything you do, can think of that would be interesting in terms of battling? Well, do, do, do they do like 2v2, like two people versus two people, kind of like, you know? Yes, um, I think you do can that? do that. You can do multiplayer doubles. What about like multiplayer quadruples? <laughs> Imagine, that would be too intense. It's not Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that that would be pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, just I'm just gonna use surf the entire time, and oh, well, obviously the more intricacies will go into it, and kind of having to formulate that um 
that that with your teammate, right? More more intricacies and more complexities as far as when should you use a move, when should not, should you use this, it's gonna affect everybody, it's gonna affect one person. Um, if not that, you know, just and, and it's it's a kind of a weird thing. Um, you know how some Pokemon, the majority of Pokemon, um do have their stats or you know kind of set in stone like a cinderace you're going to run speed attack you know what i mean a uh, physical attack you know what i mean um for there to be something um, you know how the, the move trick room kind of turns everything around and now it's a slower the slower person gets to go first well yeah. if a pokemon were able to do this during an actual battle or in the sense that hey you know my cinderace is for for five turns no longer going to be a or, or maybe there is i'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head Remember, there is. Um, he's not going to be speed and attack. Now he's just he, for these turns. He's going to be a uh, special. De- he's going to be tanky as hell. You know, special defense and what and and uh, special defense, defense, and his moves change completely because of these turns. And now this is what you're dealing with. Almost kind of like a mix, kind of like a Dynamax thing. But he totally just switches switches the scales and switches his stats to be completely something completely new that has a whole new set of moves that you taught him specifically you know what i mean or like okay for these three turns he's going to be like this and these other moves he's going to have for these three turns and i'm going to surprise him i guess that's what they're going with ter- with with a terrestrialize right so but, uh, so are you saying you want this to happen in real time like, uh, i don't know i'm just talking about yeah well I'm, I'm just asking like would this theoretically happen you go in there with a certain ev investment and when you hit a move, it procs a change. Well, yeah, well, like, like let's say I want to Dynamax. I'm not Dynamaxing, but that's the thing on top of my head, right? I pre- I Dynamax, but instead of getting bigger, he changes his stats completely, changes his move set completely, and it becomes a totally different Pokemon during the battle live. Now, whether it's just for like a turn or three turns, something like that, you know, that's fine. Um, but yeah, like he's a completely different Pokemon. He's totally gonna use whatever you use, you know, just perfect timing at that at that time. Which is, I guess, when I when I'm, I'm thinking of Terrorless where it changes their typing and stuff like that, I'm assuming their moves would change. But in this case, just completely, just you know, his stats change uh, more so, and then he has a whole new move set, at least for like a turn or two, which would kind of be tr- interesting to kind of see. Yeah, we've seen things like that, like uh, like with Zen mode of. Uh... Uh, Darmanitan, where he goes into Zen mode, but uh, we've also seen things like that with Wishy Washy, where he has his school, uh, right? Form, yeah, like altered forms. But usually, when you do something like that, where things change, uh, we also have a uh, Zygarde is one of the real big ones that's very powerful. Wishy Washy, too, uh, where when you have some kind of drastic change, we also have a, a Pokemon coming up. I don't know how much you've read about uh, the stuff coming up in this new game, but. There's also going to be a, a form thing that's going to be pretty crazy. It looks Ooh. like, uh, which and in the in the altered form, like it's the stats for that Pokemon are like basically like almost pseudo legendary stats. Um, so usually when you do stuff like that, it is at the sacrifice of like HP or a move or an ability or something like that has to come into play. And most of the time, it's like with uh, with Zygarde, you go below like a certain threshold of HP, and you become like the the hundred percent Zygarde. Yeah. Or Wishy Washy cool. is like a certain is like the school form, and but then once you go under fifty percent, like you go back into like basic Wishy Washy, yeah. which like powerful schooling Wishy Washy is strong. Like that's almost legendary. I think this one is more. I think the one we're getting is more like Zygarde, where like. The lower your HP, the stronger you get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see something like that being cool, like a 
some kind of new uh, move. I think you would have to make it a move where you actually have to proc it uh, maybe together with an item where you could morph. Maybe that would be a gimmick, a, a morphing gimmick where you could bounce back and forth between forms. Uh, similar to Age of Slash, I guess, where you have like the defensive form and the attack form, because that is a huge change from 150 base defense to 150 base attack uh, for Age of Slash. That's probably why he's always considered to be like the most like technical uh, competitive Pokemon ever, because it's just all about reading moves, knowing when to buff yourself, when to be defensive, when to be attack uh, form. Uh, I know Shadow Sneak was big in like securing kills and stuff like that. So um, something like that could work. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility because similar things have been done before. Uh, it's just about when you do something like that really powerful, what do you sacrifice? Yeah, that's the payoff. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we got three more questions. Question number eight. Rapid fire, mind you. <laughs> no, well, they can, they can. It's going to be totally up to you. Right? All of these have been rapid fire, and well, they have yeah. not been rapid fire. <laughs> this is a rapid fire episode, by the way. <laughs> All right. So, what are you looking forward to most with Scarlet and Violet? Obviously, only from what you see in the trailers, just because, you know, um, if people people aren't looking at spoilers, you know, so just what you've seen from trailers, what are, what's something you're looking for most to? Uh, well, I mean, the easy answer is always new Pokemon, right? Uh, you're going to play with new Pokemon, learn about new Pokemon, find new shinies. Uh, and you're going to every, I feel like every generation for those of us that like play Pokemon across the years, you have favorite Pokemon from every region, every, every game. So I'm excited. I have some ideas of who I'm going to like, but until you play them, see like their sprites in game and stuff like that, uh, you're, you're going to find a new, a new you're gonna introduce a new one into your circle you know what i mean yeah, of course uh, so i'm excited like to find that new little buddy uh and or big buddy who knows uh and open world you know it was introduced somewhat in uh in scarlet i mean in sword and shield but uh it was kind of their first iteration of it in a main series game they expanded on it a little bit more in Legends Ar Arceus, but that was, you know, a different game. Yeah. But uh, it seems like from what I've seen, like, this looks like the wild area, like, optimized. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited, too, for the for the new, the three different stories. I'm not sure. You know, I know people don't really play Pokemon for the story, but I'm about it. I, I always try and pay attention just because I like to, I love the games, right? Yeah. Uh, so a good couple of things, but for sure, like the Pokemon is the new Pokemon is always going to be the answer for me. And I'm, and I'm glad you said that just because, um, going back to Legends Arceus, you know, all the Pokemon, I, I thought all the Pokemon were cool, but when I saw Hisuian, Zerora, and, and, and Zorark, I, I, I loved everything about them. I loved, I loved the hair. I loved the colors. And then I saw the shiny and I said, of course. You know, because uh, Zoroark is black and purple. Well, this one is a gray and purple, and I thought it just looked, you know, cherry on top of the pie. So um, I know what Rico means when he says, I know what everybody means, right? When you, you know, new Pokemon, which ones am I going to bring into my circle of favorite Pokemon? You know what I mean? Um, All-time favorite Pokemon. And Zoroark, in this case, Hisui and Zoroark just 
shot up. Amazing. So I'm glad you said that. Yeah. All right. I went, in, in, in my Pokemon home, I have a, you know, I separate my boxes like. Uh, I should do that, actually. Like, 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 like Shinies, Legendaries, yeah. something like that. And I have a. In game two, I do this and I have like my Pokemon that I have that are attackers, like my battle ready Pokemon attackers, special attackers, walls, like utility, whether those are like uh, you set up rain or something like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I have a box that I always have boxes that are entitled homies. And those are those boxes are always my favorite Pokemon. So I'm excited to see like who makes it into the box. Oh, man, I gotta do that, dude. That's that's because damn. because and and it, whether it's because of like a move or just an experience you have, the way they look, like for you, you loved the way he looked, and then on top of that, the shine, the shiny has like purple hues. Like, dude, like it's all. It can be any kinds of reasons, like why you like this Pokemon. Some of them that make sense. Some of them that don't make sense at all. But. Like who's coming into the box? Like I'm. That's what I'm most excited for. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I need to do that with my Pokemon home. Um. All right. So next question: Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet? Which one you're picking? You decide. I know you're getting both, but which is the one you're maining? I I a lot of back and forth. Uh, like I said, I or like you said, I do buy both. I usually have a main game. I have the other one so that I can kind of go back and forth uh, and restart or replay if I if I want to have that experience. Mm-hmm. I made up my mind uh, probably two or three days ago. Uh, the leaks did help me a little bit. Um, so if you're on the fence and you want to know a little bit about exclusivity and what Pokemon are where, uh, if you don't mind leaks, like that might help you. I am going to be going with... Scarlet. Scarlet. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to buy it just because of the color purple. <laughs> now, no, I was taking the good and the bad. So I'm going with Violet. Um, yeah. But I do know one of my actual, one of my actual favorite Pokemon is uh, Miss Drevis, and she's in Scarlet and her, um, she, her, she, Paradox Swarm. Yeah. Which looks, I, I, I just like, I, I saw that she was coming and I saw that she was exclusive Scarlet and I was bummed out. So, um, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I read that it's not uh, it's not like tough to get the other ones. Like if you play with friends, you can get them. Uh, I don't want to go too much more into that because it's like spoiler territory. But uh-huh. oh, it, don't worry, like you're gonna get one. Easy. All right, cool, cool. All right, so last question. It, this it, is- it, it, interestingly enough, I usually nowadays like exclusivity doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, because it's easy to trade whether online friends uh, play with each other. Uh, you know, if you're hosting a raid, I, if I go online and try and get into dens and stuff like that, I can get into dens from either game. So yeah, uh, that that's not an issue. Usually, the big thing is like, what legendary cover legendary do you like better? Oddly enough, I think I like the violet one better. Really? Mm-hmm. But, and I usually go with whichever cover I like better. I like both of them a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, this is probably the first time I'm going to be going with a game where I don't like the cover legendary better, but because I restart those games, the second game, I'll be able, if I restart that game at any point, I'll be able to get multiple, uh, Maridons. True. True. 
All right. So we're going to finish off with our last question. Okay. Uh -oh. um, nothing too crazy. Just what advice do you give to new and old trainers playing and playing Scarlet Violet? Hmm. That's a good question. I think from my perspective, um, take your time. Take your time and just uh, enjoy the game for what it is. I know some people nowadays like just like to speed run games and do everything as fast as possible. And then these people go on and say like, wow, like I, I paid all this money for, you know, to play for a day or two. Like, I mean, where's, where's my content? Like you need to give me something DLC, like I'm bored. Well, like enjoy your game. Like if, if you're, if you're interested in this, like, you know, learn about some of the, some about some of the, the Pokemon, uh, if you're new, uh, or if you're an older per, if you're an older fan, you know, try using some of the, try using some of the new Pokemon challenge yourself to do something like that. I know that's something I always do. My first playthrough, I always play with new Pokemon. No, none of my old, none of my old favorites. Uh, and I know not everybody gets both games, so play it, uh, play it the way you want. But if, if you're looking for something a little different, try that. Um, and just, uh, enjoy yourself like you know it's a it's a there's always this thing that people always say like oh it's made for kids like you can't have expectations no like it's okay to have expectations but you know it's a it's a casual game uh there is some there is like some competitive stuff to it that you can get to in the in the later stages of the game uh and it's never been easier to get into like competitive pokemon uh some of the stuff they introduced in sword and shield uh when it comes to like the the IV, I mean the EV resetter, uh, you can get uh, vitamins. Uh, you can EV train. Uh, you can do. You can set IVs with uh, bottle caps and that kind of stuff. Uh, so just uh, enjoy the game. Take your time. Enjoy the game for what it is. Uh, if you you might end up loving it, you might not. You might end up loving. You might end up one of these people that likes to collect all the Pokemon and try and finish the Pokedex. Challenge yourself to do that. Uh, you might end up loving the battling system and uh, trying to your part at uh, at battling on the ladder, or maybe even go compete in like some kind of Pokemon uh, series or uh, tournament. Maybe even go to Worlds. You know, everybody starts somewhere, and. Uh, there's just so many different ways to enjoy it. Uh, if it's your entry point, you know, maybe you end up getting into the cards. Like Marcus is super into the cards. Uh, so just like take your time, enjoy it and find the part of it that you like, because there's, there's so many different ways. Uh, some people are all about the shiny, some of the battling, some of the collecting. Uh, the story has never really been the strong point, I would say. Uh, some better than others, but uh, just have fun. Just have fun and, and find find what it is for you, whether it's, you know, you fall in love with Gengar and you're all about Gengar and you start to buy uh, plushes, cards, uh, or I don't know, just have fun. I, I could go on forever and ever, but just have fun. 
Take your time yeah. and have fun. Because that's Amen. At, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Amen, man. That's that's exactly why we play. Exactly why we play. So, everyone, that was our second. Um, well, I don't, again, I don't want to call it deep dive and saying our hardcore Pokemon episode. Again, this was this was because rapid fire edition, rapid <laughs> fire edition, just because we are celebrating, right? We're looking forward to Scarlet and Violet coming out November 18th, this Friday. So, hopefully, you have your pre orders up. I know my local GameStop just told me we're going to be uh giving out the game on Thursday. So, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, I'll be lined up there. You're gonna, I have mine paid off already. I'm gonna go pick it up. That way, you can play. They're you're they're giving it out on Thursday over there, yeah. They called and said, hey, we're going to have a line Thursday. I don't remember what time. Obviously, they usually start like at 11, but I will be picking it up on Thursday to at least play it a little bit or something before bed. Nice, nice. I think hey. I'm going to buy I actually think I'm going to buy mine digitally. Nah, -uh, there's no way. You collect these things. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it physical too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're gonna so you're gonna, you're gonna get a digital so you can play right now, and then you're gonna obviate and you put it you put the rest away for the. I'm a collector, man. You put the rest away for the collection. I appreciate that. You know what? I condone that, man. Good for you, man. And you know what? It's gonna be really cool because I'm going to be able to have uh, Scarlet digitally and Violet in the dock, like at all times. So I'll have both of them with me at Ooh. all times. True. True. True, true. You'll be able to just play both of them, right? You know, just turn one up whenever. Or if, you don't, if you don't feel like getting out of bed, and want to reach for your switch, play Scarlet. Yeah. So I Jeez. mean, I'm gonna have. Yeah, I, I was like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be out another what sixty bucks, but hey, man. And, and you collect them, man. You know, obviously, you're a fan. It's all your game. So at, at the end of the day, you know, it's again, man. Yeah, have fun, man. If that's gonna have fun, by all means, all means. So, uh, last question I have for you, actually. Uh, are we going with Meow? Are we going with Quack? Or are we going with Derp? Okay, in this case, in this case, the leaks did help me because I was very, very, um, I was, I don't want to say anything outright, okay? But I, I was just very discouraged by the, 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 the leaks. So, I'm actually going with Meow, which will be my actual... Uh, was it my, this is my third? No, this is my first, this will be my first grass starter that I started really? with. Yeah. Yeah. I can actually, I, I can actually go down the list and, and, and I started, cause in the beginning I never picked Bulbasaur and, and I played the multiple ones plenty of times. It was either Char, Charmander or Black, uh, or Squirtle. The second one was, um, it was Quila, it was Quila, um, Cyndaquil always never went to water. Third one was, um, it was it was at the it was Blaziken for for Gen three always went Blaziken, Gen four was um who was Gen four Oshawott? Yeah, it's Oshawott. Uh, I, I went because the... he trying he goes to Samurott, so I went to Oshawott. No, that's picked... Gen five. Okay, no, uh, it's Piplup. Uh, I picked uh, Napoleon. Yeah, yeah I went you, with always, Napoleon. you you always pick Piplup. Yeah, yeah Twig Pip... and and who's the the little monkey? Uh, Chimchar. Chimchar. Yeah, I went with Piplup. And I remember seeing Empoleon, I was just done because Empoleon left awesome. Uh, Piplup, Samurott, uh, Gen 6, is that X and Y? Mm-hmm. That's actually the one I skipped and I never played. That's Greninja. Um, Del Fox and... Del Fox. Chestnut. And, and Chestnut. I probably would have gone with either Greninja or, or... Those would have been, again, Water and Fire on those, if I played them. And then I went Primarina, Gen 7, and Cinderace, Gen 8. 
Um, and now I'm going to go with Meow, yeah, the, the, the Meow Meow. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be my first grass. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Sprigatito. Sprigatito, yeah. I'm calling a nickname of Meow Meow. <laughs> Do you have anything to do with that with that uh, art piece I found the other day, or no? No, nothing like that. <laughs> All right, just well, checking. All right, so uh, with that, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening. And again, um, always fun, you know, to talk about. Rico can talk about this for hours and hours, and I had to stop him. Uh, you know, I. I didn't actually stop him, right? But I, I, I guess fine. Hey, we're already at an hour and a half here. <laughs> but nonetheless, by the way, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Arico, anything else before we log off? I'm good. Thanks for listening. And uh, thanks for making this about Pokemon. I'm always down for it. And, uh, you know, it's coming out, uh, like Marcus said, this Friday. Uh, give it a go. It looks like it's going to be a good one. Yeah. And uh, I'm always, I, I'm, I already know what, you know, Rico likes Pokemon. I'm always going to try to make it fun. Uh, but with that, thank you guys for listening again. Uh, you guys have a good night.